Hi, and welcome to the next installment of the Mikdash Within Project of Our Community. This is Saratova Best. Okay, yesterday we spoke about the Gate of Yechania, and we spoke about the idea of hopelessness, hopelessness and optical illusion, that when Yechania was let, King Yechania was let out of the base, and it was led to Gullus by the Babylonians. He was led through the gate of Yechania, and that's the gate that we're dealing with now on the northern side at the top of the base. I mean, it's pretty close to the Kaidish Kedashim, right at the corner. Today we have an interesting detail about that. We're, rather than the idea of hopelessness, we're going to speak about oxymorons, about Basically, here's the question. What was God thinking? What was God thinking about what? So here's the detail. Here's the halacha. Here's the piece about the base of magician. We'll see what it means for our youth. This gate of Yechania that gave us such a sad, gives us such sad memories and such a hopeless feeling, it is actually a two-story building. It's a two-story structure. The bottom of it is, the first floor is, the gate of Yechania, what we just said, where he was led out. He was led through that because he asked to Davin before he was sent to Gullus. The king, the king, our king, led to Gullus. The second story of that structure is, called the Chamber of the Spark. Chamber of the Spark. First floor, second floor. Chamber of the Spark. What was this spark? God commanded that the fire on the Mizbeach should be constantly burning. I guess it's called a Neratamid. If this fire would go out, it would be immediately relit from the flames of the constant fire that was burning in the Chamber of Spark. Okay, here is the question. What was God thinking? Isn't this odd? Imagine that you're buying a house. It's a duplex. It's a two-family house. And when you buy it, you want to have, usually, you want to have neighbors upstairs and downstairs that kind of sync up with each other, don't you? You're not going to have, um, I, don't, I can't even think of examples, but two different tenants that completely are opposite. Right up. You're going to have them fairly the same. Here we have a structure in which the neighbors downstairs, the energy downstairs, and the energy upstairs are complete opposites. Upstairs is a near tummy. Upstairs is what? the chamber of the spark, the place where if the fire goes out, you relight it from that place. It's a place that provides constant illumination, constant chayas, constant hope. It's an energy which cannot be distinguished. It's an energy of connection and light and life that can never go out by definition. 
And if it goes out anywhere, this is the place from which you relight it. That's the upstairs neighbor. Chamber of the spark. Downstairs neighbor, our enemies, the Babylonians, the Bublins, the people of Bubble, the confusion, the spiritual confusion led our king to Gullus, took him away from us, and began the destruction of the base and Mikdash from that. And as we said yesterday, it takes a very great soul to be able to look at that scene as it's happening and maintain hope. The average person would feel that it's over. It's over, God forbid. All of it. So now, downstairs is, it's all over. There once was the kingdom of Israel. There once was a king. There once was the Jewish people. There once was the base of Midrash. There once was all of this. And now, over. King of the past. Never again. That's the energy. It's over. There's no future. The only thing we have to hang, hang on to is that beautiful past that was a long time ago. But now look what it came to. Hmm? Does that remind us of how we often feel about our youth? Remember when they were three years old and they were saying Maida Ani and they called, they didn't call money money, they called it Tzedakah and they were so tzimistic and they were so sweet. Remember that? The feeling of the first floor of this structure in the base of Megdash is all gone, replaced by destruction, God forbid. No hope. The scene is too horrible to watch. With all the ramifications of what it looks like to watch a person who's Seems, who seems to be, God forbid, systematically giving up one mitzvah after another, just throwing it away, supposedly seeming to throw off the yoke of heaven. Looks like it, and it sure looks like that's the end, God forbid. Look at him now. And then on the second floor, okay, let's jump back to the basin musician. On the second floor, we have this place of constant illumination. That's where we light the fire from. Chamber of the spark. The energy is, nope. Not only is it not over, it can't ever be over. It's an eternal spark. There's no such thing as it's over. That's a non sequitur. That doesn't exist. It's over. What do you mean it's over? Those words, it's over, do not exist on the second floor of this structure in the base of Middash. It's over. There's no over. Downstairs, they say it's over. First floor. Upstairs on the second floor, Chamber of the Sparks, they say it's eternal. It's always lit. It's always alive. It's always fresh. These are two neighbors that, can you imagine? Can you imagine actually renting to two families? One family's always morose. They're always like, oh, oh, so terrible. Oh, remember the way it used to be? Those were the good old days. The good old days. Amalekah Chassidim. Amalekah. Amalekah Yar. Those old, the good old days. They're over. They're over. They're over. It's terrible now. That's what the first, 
the, the first floor family is that's what it's all about. And the second floor family is always about constant light, constant illumination, constant freshness. Illuminate yourself from us. Relight your spark from us. These two families probably never talk to each other. You know, they have to, they have to send in their checks. If you're the homeowner, you're an absentee landlord, um, they have to probably, they make sure to mail their checks to you and make sure not to meet each other on the staircase. Like nobody leaves their booths outside their front door or anything. I don't want to see that other family. They are off the wall. The downstairs people think, those people upstairs, they live in la-la land. They are off the wall. We don't even want our kids around them. They're just nuts. They live with this Pollyanna dream. And the people on the second floor say, we don't want our kids around those people. They're always in a black, dark, morose, end-of-the-line mood. Stay away from them. So we make sure that, you know, they make sure that they each get to the mailbox. I guess they, they send their payments online, right? They don't even share Internet services. They're nuts. No, they're nuts. He's crazy. So here's the question. You know, we're making light of it, but here's the question. What was God thinking when creating this structure called the Chamber of the Spark with this downstairs gate that began the gullus in the most horrific way? Which, which energy is, is off? One's on and one's off, right? Which is the real energy? It's hopeless or it's hopeful? It's always hopeless or it's never hopeless. Which one? What was God thinking? Why didn't he put the chamber of the spark by itself somewhere? Or, I don't know, send the gate of Yohanya somewhere else. Just don't pair it up with this second floor thing of the chamber of the spark. God, what are you thinking? So remember yesterday we were reading something from Hayomim of the 21st of Thomas, and I actually didn't finish. So let me read. This will give, give us a sense into when we read, when we learn Tyra and we read things in Tyra, gives us a sense of what God is thinking. So if we're thinking, we're asking, what was God thinking? Well, I'll tell you what he was thinking, so I think, by reading you this speech. And we said yesterday that the Yom Yom says, Make me a Mikdash and I will dwell within each and every Jew. Because in every Jew, the core point of his heart's inner essence is a Mishkan for Hashem. And we said, the site of the Mikdash is always holy, even in Galut. Medrash Rabbah says, the Shekhinah never leaves the Western Wall. All the destruction and desolation happens to the building, not to the inner core. The inner core, the destruction was on the external level. The eternity is on the internal level. They happen at the same time. You have to be Jewish to be able to hang on to that one. Externally, there is destruction. Internally, there can never be destruction. That's a Jewish concept. You know, before I continue, my very first year that I ever went to in Montreal by a wonderful rabbi, a wonderful professor actually, Balchuva professor, he said, why are Jewish people the best candidates for emotional therapy? 
that because we live in these two domains of da 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 we live in these two extreme domains of destruction, so much pain, Jewish pain, Jewish suffering. And at the same time, on the internal level, there's no such thing as destruction. It can make you crazy, so you go for therapy. You try to fit into the world with such an a, um, oxymoron, two opposites going on in your mind, your heart, and your soul every moment, and you try to compare yourself to everybody else, you're just going to have to go for therapy or else keep yourself deeply entrenched in Tyra. Because the Tyra view is not everybody else's view. Two opposite extremes going on simultaneously. That's the Tyra view. So the Hayamim says the case is with each personal mikdash and every yid. The foundation is whole, clear, and pure. I'm asleep, my heart is alert. And here's the part we didn't read yesterday. The Medrash Rabbah says, I'm asleep for mitzvahs, but my heart is alert for acts of kindness. You see with our youth, you know, you say, well, did you put on chillin'? They're like, yeah, I'm not into chillin', man. When's the last time you put on chillin'? I don't know. Where are your chillin'? I don't know. Maybe I sold them to some guy. You know, oh, you give vouchers for how many thousands of dollars I paid for your chillin'? <laughs> Where are your chillin'? I don't know. On the other hand, there is an internal need to reach out and do good, of course, that they hide from us, that they can't let go of. And then Medrash Rabbah says, I'm asleep for charity, but my heart is alert to perform them. Did you give tzedakah today? Uh-huh. Did you put the money in the pushes? I'm not easy to man. It's on my team. All right. Now, just put the money in the push. Right? But on the other hand, there's a deep need to, to do tzedakah. You see it internally. And so the Yom Yom says, every form of spiritual desolation, may God rescue us from such, found in the people of Israel is only in those aspects of the people analogous to buildings above the foundation. In plain English, that means, and other fancy English, any korban we see, God forbid, in a Jew is only a churban in the equivalent of the buildings that you see on top of the ground. Do you see what's going on underground? No. The basin they just the buildings were destroyed. The visible buildings were destroyed. Deep within, the basin mikdash has never been destroyed. The Makama Mikdash is always there. It's always holy. We can't walk on it. It hasn't been destroyed. It's just invisible to us. The destruction was what you can see with your eyes. The eternity that's still there and powerful is the stuff you can't see. And says the young the same thing with every Jew. When you see them, like, oh, yeah, I'm not interested in that. I don't know. I'm like, oh, I'll give some guy. Or with, I don't know, I don't know. Right? You can go nuts. <laughs> you know, give them to me, I'll give them to somebody. I don't know, yeah. Maybe I left them in, uh, I don't know, I left them when I was only went camping. You can go nuts. On the other hand, you see that there's a, if you look, if, you, if, if they let you see, there's a life force that's powerful somewhere, a connection to God somewhere deep within that cannot be eradicated. The spark, the chamber of the spark, there it is. 
They just don't express it the way you do. The foundation of the individual Mishkan remains in its holy state. So that's the, that's, that's the lesson of the day. That's the piece of the base and English that we're referring to. It's saying chamber of the spark, second floor, first floor destruction. So we want to, as we said every day, we want to include in our picture of of people worldwide all pouring the base and Midrash through Tyra together. And we said, insert the faces and the names of all of those who we, whom we daven for. Put them all in to that picture of the network. And please, God, it should take us to the base and Midrash Shlishi with all of them together because when it's all said and done, as much as there's that hopeless feeling at certain moments when the negative stuff is happening and flying in your face, the eternal spark within every Jew which cannot be eradicated, how much more so the eternal spark in every one of those kids, it's there, alive, powerful, strong. They may hide it from you very well, but they can't hide it from God. And he can't hide it from them. And it's there, and it's that spark. From the cha- connected to the chamber of the spark, it's that spark that will relight, as it says, whenever the fire went out anywhere, and they went to the chamber of the spark, and they relit their fire from there. These struggling youth now, our leaders of the future, Maybe our leaders in the very near future, their light will be the light. Their spark will be the spark that will rekindle all other sparks, ours and everybody's throughout the entire world, all of history. Stand back and watch. It's going to be magnificent. Believe in it, and you'll see it happen. Please God. May we find ourselves way before this fishable. With those sparks, with those holy neshamas, healthy, full, all of us together in the third place in this dish. Please contact me for any coaching or healing work at 347-762-7708-402-toraiseleader.com. And you can find me here and there. Thanks so much.